Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you examine your life for personal fulfillment. I'll also be interviewing business consultant and podcast host Pradeep Sangha, who helps entrepreneurs master themselves so they can master their life. For more information about Pradeep, please visit themaleentrepreneur.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Finding your sense of fulfillment. Have you ever said there's got to be more to life or I cannot imagine doing the same thing over and over? That's actually a form of mediocrity. Now, it doesn't mean you're mediocre. It just simply means the behaviors and sometimes even the mindset that we have has an element or a flair of mediocrity to it. It's really important for each one of us to take a self-inventory to discover where we're really thriving and areas in which we're not thriving. One of the easiest ways to do that is to create what I call the graph of fulfillment. And in this graph, it helps you really compartmentalize and break down each area in your life to the smallest component so you can see if you're being fulfilled. The way this graph works is this. On the horizontal line, you want to divide your life into as many categories as possible. For example, that could be your health, your diet, your exercise, your friendships, your relationships, your family, your hobbies, your employment. Think of as many categories as possible and put them on the horizontal line. And then on the vertical line, you want to create 10 tick marks. 10 is the most fulfilled you feel and one is the least amount of fulfillment you experience. For most people, if it's the first time they've done this, I have them look at their life in the past year and go through each category and rate where their sense of fulfillment is for each subject matter. After you've completed this, it's a wonderful snapshot because you'll see the areas in your life in which you're really thriving and then other areas where perhaps that mediocrity has set in. It's really important that each one of us do this because as we know, life continually happens whether we are aware of it or not. And the more you can find a sense of fulfillment either in the biggest things or the smallest things, it allows for you to become proactive in your life. Now, you're going to hear a wonderful interview today with Pradeep Sangha, who made a huge life change. He realized that he wanted something more out of life, so he completely changed his life. Now, some of you may not want to do that, but may want to change small areas in your life. 
So that's why this snapshot is so important because it allows for you to look at your life and look at certain areas that you can slowly start to change or drastically change by working with someone like me or Pradeep. So after you've completed this graph, what I always have people do is check in with yourself six months later. And when you check in, you'll see if your rating has changed. Each day is important for you to look at the snapshot and say, you know, today I'm gonna work on my nutrition. And what does that look like? And so the more you focus on one specific category, it allows for you to focus on ways to improve your sense of fulfillment. And the more fulfilled you are, the more it motivates you to focus on other areas of your life. The great thing about this as well is you'll also notice that there are probably areas in your life that no longer serve you. You still continue to do them or you haven't revamped what you've done in years. And unfortunately, it's caused you to become stagnant. So when you review this list, you'll determine if certain things need to simply be removed from your life. Because as we know, if something's removed, you now have the responsibility to yourself to fill it with something that's viable, that's healthy, that brings you fulfillment. So today, I really want you to analyze this in your life, create this snapshot, and you'll see how fulfilled you really are. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Pradeep Senga helps entrepreneurs master themselves so they can master their life. His personal mission is to help men live more fulfilling lives, have passionate relationships, and raise happy families. As an entrepreneur, husband, and father, Pradeep knows exactly how tough it can be to balance a successful business with a happy family. Welcome to my show, Pradeep. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm truly grateful for uh, for you bringing me on to the show today. Yes, this is going to be a fantastic show. I really do like your your brand or your your mission itself is to really focus on men. You know, nowadays we we have so many different uh, society teaches us so many different things, but I love your I guess your influence and your brand, which basically says how can people be successful at it? You know, how can yes. they be successful as being a man, as, as a as a husband, as a as a partner, as as a business owner, and ha- whatever it may be. But that's really something that you focus on. So it's going to be great to hear this. How did you actually kind of find your own way? Oh, interesting. So, uh, long story short, I I grew up a uh, uh, part of an immigrant family. My parents came here from India, and they became uh, orchardists because all oh. they knew how to do was really hard work. And they really pushed me down a path of being successful. <laughs> they basically said, wow. we don't want you to work as hard as we had to work in life. So this is what you need to do, get an education. I ended up being in the corporate world for 14 years. So I was a successful executive. But here's what really shifted my life mm-hmm. was I literally walked into work one day and I quit. I had everything going for me. I had a very successful path in terms of my career, was making the money I wanted to make, but I wasn't happy in life. And I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And at that time, my marriage was actually falling apart as well because I wasn't being the man that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And it just reflected in our relationship. It reflected in terms of how I was raising my my child at that time. And I just said, enough is enough. And I made that that. When I, at that time, it's, it seemed like a, a bold move. And I, a few <laughs> weeks later, I kind of looked back and said, 
what the heck? And everybody was, everybody was saying, I remember that day. I remember yeah. walking into work and people were like, are you crazy? I like, you just have it made. What are you doing? Yes. You know, and that's the thing because society dictates and tells us that the metrics of success are a certain way. You know, if, if it's a corporate world, it's how much money you make. It's what your job title is. It's the zip code you live in. It's the car you drive. All of that is usually, unfortunately, in the Western society, well, maybe in, in most, most places in the world, is your measurement of success is, is your wealth, is your status. Yes. And so you really de- redefine that for yourself. And now you've been helping other people redefine what that looks like as well for them. Yes, absolutely. Because outside of of the money you make, your career, your entrepreneur, uh, your entrepreneurism, the business that you have, it really comes down to the fulfillment that you have in life. Because mm-hmm. the more fulfilled you are in life, the more successful you will be in your business. And so, the work that I do with entrepreneurs is I really shift their focus from that standpoint, and really the self mastery component, because it all starts from inside. Mm-hmm. And if we can get entrepreneurs to focus more internally they are a lot more success, successful in life externally. They are able to achieve their successes faster, easier, overcome their challenges. And for I, I, I call it the inner force because the work that I do takes into account transformational psychology, mm-hmm. neuroscience, as well as mindfulness. And when you get your life energy and your mind and your emotions aligned, you are able to tap into this force, this incredible force that is unstoppable. And it's, it's almost like you're being propelled, you're being pushed towards your destiny. But in the same, at the same time, the same aspect, the stuff that you want from life and from your business actually is drawn to you as well. And a lot of that comes from the place of being extremely focused. We have so many, so much distractions in the world around us. And so when we yes. don't have that, that sense of mindfulness, um, that, that sense of purpose or that sense of, of just stillness within ourselves to be able to know the direction we're going to go. We will be distracted. We will not be able to be able to be as successful as we want to be because we allow too many distractions, which then goes into our own priorities. Our priorities are maybe not be as aligned as they could be. So I really like how you use your inner force formula to, to help people really recognize that, maximize that, find that, that quietude to be able to find the energy to be able to launch out into their next chapter of their life. Yes, absolutely. Now, you do so many different things as well, and we're going to jump back into some of these things, but what, you, you have a podcast, you have, you have a website, and so yeah. what would be the things that, if I was going to come to you as a client, how would you help me find my purpose? Yeah, absolutely. So there's two, there's two parts to it. One is I'm a, I'm a business expert, so I'm a business strategist. I've been studying business for the last two decades. I've led pretty much every division in a multi-billion dollar organization. Wow. So when it comes to marketing, sales, operations, customer experience, HR, you name it, I pretty much led it. So from that aspect, I have a different take than most what I call life strategists or life coaches, Mm -hmm. because I can tell you exactly what you need to to grow your business. It just so ends up, though, that 80% of the work that I end up doing with entrepreneurs is on the self-mastery side. Ah, interesting. it's, It's not the strategies and tactics that are holding entrepreneurs back. It's really what I, it's the three components. It's either life energy, their mind, the mindset, their mindfulness, or, and their emotions. So if I help them really master that component, because the strategy and tactics, that's an easy one. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. The marketing, the sales, that's the easy stuff. It's really how you make decisions because success really comes down to two things, how you make decisions and how you take action. And it's just a series of decisions and actions. That's what life and that's what business is about. And I I sit down with entrepreneurs and I really hone in. And this is kind of a skill I I would say developed over years is really finding the true bottlenecks 
mm-hmm. and finding mm-hmm. the top three to five bottlenecks in that person's life or business and really finding what is the top one. And once you start basically opening up those bottlenecks, what I call chokeholds, is you'll start to see the other stuff starting to dissipate. You'll see the mm-hmm. other chokeholds starting to resolve. And it's kind of the analogy I use, it's like a dam in, in a river. And most people have this massive dam, but they're not even aware of that dam. They're looking at other solutions down, down river somewhere, trying to find, figure it out. They're trying to pick up these new strategies, these new tactics, stuff that people are selling them. And when you show them what the real dam is, and you basically break that dam down, it just starts to flow. That river starts to flow. And it just becomes natural for them to do the other things. Yeah, that would definitely make sense to me because what do they say? Divided waters lose force. And so yes. if, you, if you have all these, your energies, and once again, in all these different locations and doing different things, you're not, you're not focused at all. What yeah. would be the main, I guess, one of the main struggles that most of the people that you work with that you see? The main struggles yeah. is, is really the emotional component. Mm, okay. that, it, the, that is absolutely, I would say, the biggest piece because most guys and, and women, because I do have female clients as well, mm-hmm. they are great at coming up with business goals. But no one really sets goals for their emotions. Mm, interesting. No, no one says, hey, these are the top three emotions that I want to feel on a consistent basis. Because that's how we work as human beings, mm-hmm. our brains are designed to create and actually follow our emotions and our emotions dictate our decisions. So if we are able to say and lock on and say, okay, these are the top three to five emotions I want to consistently feel. And these are the things that I need to do to feel this way. That's, that is the biggest component because even for some entrepreneurs that make, that want to make $10 million a year, and when we get down to their emotions, what they're trying to feel, they don't need to make $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an abstract number that they've created because they think that's what's going to cause their, their happiness Absol- or their joy. Absolutely. And that's one thing I think people do, uh, do struggle with is, let's say it comes from a financial standpoint. If they have, you know, let's talk about law of attraction. If they have, I'm going to get a million dollars, you know, whatever that may be. And they try and really hone in on that. But if people don't really have an understanding of why is that that specific number or why is it that you specifically want your business or why is it that, what is your, what is your buy-in? What is your motivation? I think if people don't really have a, an understanding of that, then it really, it just becomes numbers. It becomes a title. It becomes something that's, that's superfluous. It's something that, that doesn't have any substance to it. So I, I like how you break it down to the smallest component of one's emotional expression, because once you can put parameters around that, it does then allow for you to then say, well, let me work backwards. So today, if I want to continually feel joy, what am I doing every single day to make sure I feel joy? Yes. And if I'm doing something that I don't feel joyful, <laughs> then why am I doing it? <laughs> you know, so sometimes it can be as black and white as that. Yeah. And people have the law of attraction backwards because people believe that thought is actually the creation of our, our manifestation. It's not so much the thought. Thought is a component of it. It's the emotion. That's what, that's what it really is. And I, I, the analogy, easiest analogy I can use is if you're trying to go fish, the thought is you throwing out the bait. But in order for you to reel it back in, you need to put out the emotions as well. Well, it goes into a buy-in. If I'm, when I say the buy-in, if, if, I don't, if I agree to do something, but I'm, I'm not energized about it, yes. well, it doesn't matter if I say I'm going to do it or not. I, I, all I said was just, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't buy into the belief. You know, I wasn't sold something like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this. <laughs> and so that's where you're, what you're talking about is that emotional buy-in really helps people manifest what it is they're looking for. Absolutely. In Stanford, there's tons of studies that was done uh, or have been done on decision-making. 
and emotions. And you absolutely need to have emotions in your decisions because Mm -hmm. the stronger emotions you have, the more passionate you are, the more confidence you have in those decisions, the more persistence you have with the decisions that you make. It all kind of ties together. Well, because if you... If you have, for example, if someone comes against me and says, in fact, real quick um, story here. I remember I went, just when I started this, I moved down to Florida and just like you, I gave up everything. I was like, I had a very successful practice up up in the Washington DC area. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do something different. So I had this person, um, this is such a funny story. I had this person as I was moving down here. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And I mean, I really believed it. I mean, obviously I was moving, gave everything up. So of course I had a (laughs) buy-in and he was like, but you have nothing to say. Why would you even do this? Nobody's going to listen to you. And I remember in that moment, I was like, what? I mean, it was just blew my mind. I mean, because nobody knew who I was in this, you know, in the media at the time. Yeah. And so it was kind of funny to me because I was like, oh, well, maybe he's right. And I was like, wait a minute, James. No, you first <laughs> off, you literally just gave everything up. So if you're going to allow one person to tell you that you can't do something, you know, and obviously here, you know, a few years later, things have completely changed. But it is something as well as if, if you don't have that, I keep saying the emotional buy-in, then when circumstances happen, when opportunities or closed doors happen, all of a sudden you're not going to be as, as vested in it. And so you can easily be swayed by something. And if you're easily swayed by something, you are, are going to essentially not be successful with it. Exactly. So back to how well are you or how committed are you to what it is you want to do? Yes, absolutely. You talk a lot about mindfulness. Yep. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, that's really being in a state. There's a number of factors that I really put into mindfulness, but it's being more in the present moment. And if you take a look at our human energy, our life energy, and just the life force that we have running through us is it's only in the present moment. We don't, if we take a look at what the future holds and what the past has, that's all a state of mind. It's like memories in our brain. And so I I always ask people, hey, look, can you hit a baseball tomorrow? Or can you hit a baseball <laughs> yesterday? And people will be like, yeah, of course. I'll be like, no, think about it. Can you really hit a baseball tomorrow? And they're like, mm, well, no, not actually. So the only time a person has energy is in the current moment. Mm. And so people need, like them. And people need to be aware of that because you don't have any power in the future. You only have power now. And if people realize that, they are be, they're able to accomplish more and be more mindful. The other part of mindfulness is really being able to accept what's in front of you and accept that your life is your life. And people want to put up a, we resist things, right? Especially your go-getters is we don't want to accept things for what they are, but by accepting things, by being more mindful in terms of what's in front of you, you're actually able to change your future because the more you resist, the stronger it pushes back on you. Mm-hmm. In my field, we have what's called, in psychology, we have what's called radical acceptance. Yep. Radical acceptance is a fancy term that basically states you take the facts of your life as they are. It doesn't mean that you agree with what's happened. It doesn't mean you let somebody off the hook. It doesn't mean any of that at all. It just simply looks at the facts and says, okay, this is it. What do I do? And so many times in life, we can get caught up in what was versus what is, or we can get caught up in what could be versus what is. And in that, that's when we get stagnant or we we sometimes even paralyzed because (laughs) we don't know what to do with it. So when we have that concept of, I radically accept the facts as they are, now I choose in this mindful moment, what happens? What do I do? What, what, what What is my purpose in this moment? And so I think many times people forget that we get caught up in the whys of life or why this has happened or why, why or this could potentially happen. But when you just simply say the facts as they are today, yes. now I'm the master of that. 
I get to choose what happens in the next second, and yes. the next second. And pretty soon those seconds become minutes and then they become weeks and they become <laughs> years. And so pretty soon you create that trajectory for oneself to be able to move in the direction that one wants to go. Exactly. You accept the situation, but you don't have to accept the outcome. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a difference between the, the potential when you when you look at the future. That's a potential up. That's a potential energy. It's not yes. active energy. Yeah, and I that's, think that's the difference. Yeah, and that's the other part of mindfulness too. When we talk about meditation as well, and there's so many. You you probably read up on this as well. This there's so much research out there that's come out when it comes to neuroplasticity mm-hmm. and what's happening where you can actually change your DNA. You can change your brain cells by being in a meditative state and how you can actually change your future by being in a meditative state. So it's it's a it's a little bit different path, but the time that you do have power for the future is in your meditative states. And it's mm-hmm. so important and just by meditating you can actually obviously slow your mind down, you can slow down your thoughts, you can actually go into a state of, of pure genius and there's been lots of studies that show the impact of you know, your gamma brain waves and how that actually helps you heal your body. So mindfulness is so important, especially for an entrepreneur that is in the hustle and grind, go, go, go. You have to reset yourself and you have to reset your body. And there's so many examples I can share, uh, even for myself, for my wife, who was in a constant, was in a constant state of anxiety, uh, physical, like physical pain and symptoms mm-hmm. and visceral. Sure. Yeah. When, when we got her down and really got her into the into mindfulness and meditation, I, she was a complete, she became a completely different person, completely different woman. Wow. That's, that's a, that's really neat. It's interesting. A lot of times people are like, oh, meditation, I don't do that. And it's <laughs> funny because you think about it. If you, if anybody focuses on something, they continually think about something, that's really a state of meditation. Doesn't yes. mean it's a, it's a, it's a healthy meditation, yeah. but we all do it. And so when we come from a proactive standpoint of I'm going to meditate on a specific thing. That is when it starts to resonate with us. But most people don't realize that they do it all the time. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the gamma brainwaves, you know, even coming from a theta brainwave. So a theta brainwave for most people who may not even know the frequencies, just before you fall asleep, that is an amazing time for meditation. That That's the time when most, when we elicit the, the, the theta brainwaves in the, in the brain frequencies, not to get too technical here, that's a time when most people can be hypnotized. And so our own version of that, when you meditate just before you fall asleep, allows for you to be in a fully meditative state, which then the last thought you have, all of a sudden your subconscious continually meditates on it once you fall asleep. And so that's the way, how a time when most people are really able to find that 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 genius or that that drive or that that wisdom that's why many times people wake up in the middle of the night with that aha and that it's because they think about it at night the difference is is if we as an entrepreneur use that but we allow anxiety to creep in or we allow all this the what ifs that is an all of a sudden where our mind causes us to focus on the fear of it and that's why most people stop so it's a really i guess a little life hack which i think is great is for anybody is to be very mindful of what they think of just before they fall asleep and really hold on to that when they wake up it now becomes an intrinsic version and that goes back to the neuroplasticity of you slightly start to change and the more often you do that the more you become who you want to be yes exactly i couldn't have said it even better Oh, well, <laughs> thank you. But you've done so many wonderful things. You know, we only have a couple more seconds here. What would be one of the biggest takeaways you'd want my listeners to hear today? Totally putting you on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to put me on the spot. <laughs> well, 
The biggest takeaway I would say is to understand the importance of your inner force because every human being has it. And when you unlock it, it is a completely different stage of life. It's a completely different state. Your happiness increases. It's those moments where we talk about people doing these phenomenal feats like lifting cars off people or scaling fences. That is what we're talking about here, doing incredible things with your mind, your body and your soul that you can easily do, but you just have to learn the steps to it. So Mm. to have the life and to have the business that you want, it really comes down to an an internal state of of self-mastery first. I like that. And I think that's something that is really important because like we said before, most people go for the external validation or the external markers to create success and then they think it's going to change them. Which unfortunately, they allow that to become their identity, but that's not their identity. That's just something they've accomplished. Yes, exactly. Well, Pradeep, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you, work with you and just be connected with you, where would they find this information online? Yeah, great. So there's two, you could listen to my podcast, which is mailpodcast.com and, or you could go to the website, which is themaleentrepreneur.com. Excellent. Well, Pradeep, once again, thank you for your time. I really do appreciate your expertise. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever port you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.